When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how you doing? What's going on? <laughs> Getting back into work after your never-ending okay, holiday away. He's yeah. back. There's a, there's a scene in X-Files. I was never a big X-Files fan. I think I watched two series of it. And um, is it Eugene Toombs? You probably don't remember this, Chris, because it was way before your time. There's a character called Eugene Toombs who I think could squeeze through um, small ducts and stuff. And I feel like I'm <laughs> Eugene Toombs. I've got my arm in the duct and I'm just sort of slowly <laughs> oozing into work life again. Um, I thought you so. said he could squeeze through small ducts and that yeah, portrayed a very is... disturbing image in my I'm mind. I'm sure he'd have a go. I, if, he, if he needed to... <laughs> To spook someone out, I reckon he'd have a go at uh, climbing up a cloaca, so to speak. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I where did uh, this come from? What? I don't How know. Did you I'm think just this up on my, the fly? I'm thinking of myself sort of easing myself into work, oozing right. myself into work, dripping myself down the, uh, you know, big tube that is work. It's this, it's this <laughs> sort of powerful, vivid imagery that has kept exactly. me abroad Japan podcast going into its four-year anniversary <laughs> very good well. but pete i am bracing myself i am going off oh. on a trip you've returned from your thousand year holiday to the caribbean and mm-hmm. dallas and now i'm yep. going to okinawa a little bit closer oh. to home but i'm bidding like i think i've only been in okinawa one time and that was four five five years ago i think yeah and i didn't really do much i sat on a beach i ate some spam and hopefully I can go above and beyond that in this series. Uh, but it is Journey Across Japan, and it's called Escape to Paradise. What do you think of <laughs> Home of Chaki, of course. Uh, I and Chaki's joining. Uh, okay, no. Did I tell you that? Oh, is Chaki going over? Oh, great stuff. She is. Great news. Fantastic. Just especially for Journey Across Japan, for one day of filming. She's come all the way back from the UK. That's not entirely <laughs> true. But she's in it, and uh, it, was a, it was really lucky, actually. I haven't seen Chaki since, well, the last time I saw you in Sapporo, mm. 300 yeah. years ago. And yeah. uh, so it would be great to catch up with her. I, I said to mm. her, I think I was talking to her, and she said, I'm coming home to 
Japan in April, and I was like, well, mm. fuck a doodle do. I'm going to be there too. Come in my video. Let's eat things. Let's swim. And she was up for it. Uh, and so I've rented a, on one of the days, I've uh, rented a yacht for the day. Wow. I'm not sail it myself. That would be. Like the Rio video. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be just like that. <laughs> Rio. With, uh, with Natsuki dancing on the bow of the ship <laughs> to Rio from Duran Duran. Wow. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. Well, hopefully oh, it's so much be good. fun. Well, it, it, I guess it's kind of... Um, so what are we looking at? It's like sort of cracking off for the middle of May. It's going to be bloody warm down there. It's a proper paradise island, isn't it? Hence the name Escaped Paradise. Yeah. We, you know, we didn't have a bloody clue what to call this series of Journey Across Japan. I mm. wanted the word paradise in there. Yeah. And so originally it was going to be called Paradise Islands, but mm. then I thought people might get confused with the Lost Islands. Okay, and then yeah. we thought Escape to Paradise, but then the mm. second series of Journey Across Japan is called Escape to Fuji. So, right. it's, it's, do you have any ideas? Oh, it's You're the smart. hardest bit, isn't it? It's the hardest bit. You're always whinging about like, like editing and filming and stuff. The hardest bit is actually coming up with a name of the damn thing in, in the first place. It's true. <laughs> it is true. Come on, you're good. You're good at this shit. Paradise. Give me, oh. some, give me some titles. Oh. Journey Across Japan. Don't Sand say... in your pants. Sand in your <laughs> Sand pants. in your pants. Journey Across Japan. Sand in your pants. Journey Across Japan. How to ruin a perfectly good Galaxy Ford 3. <laughs> Sand. <laughs> uh, uh, um, a phone call from a shell. Journey Across Japan. A phone call from a shell. No. <laughs> Oh. Journey across Japan, uh, under the sea, <laughs> under, under the, the sea. sea, it is much better, down where it's wetter, take it from me. <laughs> I sort of did a bit of a, an Indian accent there, I didn't mean to, apologies everyone. It's got a journey across Japan, down, down where it's wetter. <laughs> yeah, down where it's down where it's wetter! That sounds like a sex holiday. Um, <laughs> does, that sounds it? like you got to Sandals, Jamaica or something. Oh, bloody um, hell. Uh, with apologies to Sandals Jamaica, because uh, I, I think I'm thinking of hedonism. Have you ever seen that clip, uh, Chris, of uh, Heed or Rick? No. What's or that? Head or Rick? He's this guy, right? Uh, and hedonism is like a kind of uh, a, a resort for older people who are up for a bit of rumpy pumpy, and I believe that's the case, right? It's an adult only right, resort. Right. It's a little bit sexy. It's a little bit. Um, let's face it, a bit depressing, uh, but it's uh, it's 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 funny because of that, right? Mm, but there's mm. this guy on YouTube who's called Head or Rick, who is very into the cut and thrust of hedonism. He is a man of advancing years, still looks good, still got good body, still lovely and tanned. Uh, he's got kind you. of salt and pepper hair, and he's in speedos, right? Right. And this guy is interviewing this guy about why he likes hedonism, right? And he. Uh, he he basically says, "I like it because the wild women, the ripping and the tearing, the <laughs> ripping." I, I don't really know what ripping and tearing means, but I'm presuming he's talking about waves. I'm hoping he's talking about waves. <laughs> and then he starts doing this kind of like, kind of dance, you know, like um, they play some sort of Caribbean music, and he starts doing like some kind of funky dancing, mm, uh, mm. like you would see a woman do in a shaggy video. Uh, and then he just, he, <laughs> and, and he nearly slips on a bit of water, uh, and he's pretty famous. But if you've never seen Hedo Rick, H-E-D-O, Rick, give it a Google, give it a YouTube, well worth a watch. <laughs> Are you as hedonistic as Hedo Rick? No, but I was on a boat uh, in the Caribbean quite recently, and... Um, they were serving this kind of fruit punch and it turned from quite sedate 
look at the uh, the, the, the 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 Piton um, uh, um, volcanic um, hills mountains uh, into people just dancing to um, the Beatles and stuff on the boat, and I was like, this is oh, turning God. into a head or Rick situation, and I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky devil! Well, I hope we you can, lucky uh, devil ripping in the tail. Pull that off on our yacht, getting drunk and listening yeah. to the Beatles. I want yeah. to make that happen. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off, though, tomorrow. The, the journey fun. begins. But fun, yeah, fun, fun. I'm well out of my depth on this one. I've booked like lots of things to do, but I've got no yep. plan. And with Journey Across Japan, because you don't know what the challenges are going to be mm. on a day-by-day basis, it sort of adds a mm. curveball in there. Um, yep. I don't think we're going to be making any more iTunes chart-topping songs anytime <laughs> chart soon. Chart-toppers, yeah. Why don't we just Nats- call this um, series um, uh, "Chris and, and Nats Can Get a Tan"? Because I'll say, right, Chris, <laughs> you 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 said something on Twitter saying that you're a bit down about your your weight or whatever. Um, mm. Just get a fucking tan because I'm down about my weight. I went and got a tan. God, I look ten times better. I <laughs> actually hard, look quite it muscular. Hides it. it hides it. Wow. Like, take your top off, get a tan, um, and honestly, I'll just get a spray tan. Honestly, you look so much better with your top off if you got a tan. I had no idea. I think that's why muscle men put that creosote over themselves. I don't need to lose weight or lower my cholesterol or blood pressure. Just get a fucking tan. I just tan. need a tan. I'll yeah. bear that in mind, Pete. I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> I probably will get tan, though, if I'm going to be rolling around on a beach in Okinawa for a week. Fingers crossed. Get me the yeah. tan I deserve. We've got a story this week from <laughs> Luke from New Zealand. And it begins, Ooh, Luke. <clears throat> why I man Chris and Pete, my friends, Eric, Maka and I, we're visiting Japan for my first time in 2019. Our trip started in Osaka, which we'd heard had great nightlife. So naturally, on our second day of our trip, we decided to <laughs> venture off into the depths of Dotonbori. We were amazed how fun it was being able to wander around with a drink in hand, as this is illegal in cities in New Zealand, and we spent the first few hours of the night sightseeing the neon-lit back alleyways, uh, eating okonomiyaki pancakes and sloshing down a few strong zeros. After mm. a f- It sounds very similar to what we did. After yeah. a few hours, it's fair to say... We were pretty sozzled and looking for somewhere to sit down for another beer. When out of the corner of my eye, I saw a big red door with the words The Lunatic Bar written on it. (laughs) Right away, I knew this was the place we wanted to be for our next drink. And maybe it would have some kind of wacky theme to keep us entertained. How naive I was. Oh, God. I very casually slung open the big red door. And my friends and I shuffled inside to find a very dimly lit room with a merry old man sitting behind a very small bar. <laughs> he looked very chuffed with himself. I leaned over and confidently uttered the words, Mitsubiru onagashimasu, three beers. To which he gave me a rather perplexed look. Did I say something wrong? An awkward moment passed and the next thing I knew, a voice loomed over my right ear. Do you know where you are? She said, very saucily. <laughs> what is this? I turned around to see a very tall, blonde and beautiful Japanese woman kitted out in full bondage gear, mere inches away from my face. I sobered up very quickly and noticed many more Japanese, beautiful Japanese women in bondage gear lying around some kind of sitting area. I started to feel very bashful. The woman asked me uh, very <laughs> intimidatingly, do you speak Japanese? To which I said no. No, I don't. Not really. And then we were very swiftly ushered out of the door along with Eric and Maka. I realise now <laughs> that it must have been some kind of bondage-themed snack bar. But boy, 
<laughs> did it come as a shock? <laughs> I just wanted a beer. My question for you guys is, have you ever stumbled into any situations or bars <laughs> where you immediately realised you were weighing over your head or any other tomfoolery? Cheers, fellas. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Luke from New Zealand. What now. a interesting story. What's the bar what called again? What a story. Say again. What's the bar called? The uh, Lunatic Bar. The Lunatic Bar. So if you're into that sort of thing, you know where to go. And Luke, who I'm thinking of as um, um, Luke uh, from the Bushwhackers in the WWE, because they were from New Zealand and it was called Luke, and I imagine they probably had mates called Maka and Eric. Uh, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, they they had the perfect excuse to stick around. It was an accident. Yeah. They didn't know it was there. Uh, it was just called the Lunatic Bar. You don't generally sort of say that people who are into S&M are really, you know, lunatics and stuff. They had plausible deniability, like um, Principal Skinner in The Simpsons when he goes to the bordello uh, and he <laughs> says, that I, I was only in there trying to get directions on how to get away from there. You had the perfect excuse, Luke, <laughs> to, kick, <laughs> to stick around and see what the hell was going on in there. <laughs> well, I've looked it up and... right. It's, it's just like a photo of a woman in bondage. Bar Lunatic, ah. Osaka. Type that in, oh. stop on by. We'll have to go next time you're in town. When <laughs> when she asks, do you speak Japanese? I'll be like, hi. <laughs> just, just lie. Hi. Just be like, yeah, yeah, hi. Deck him out. Just try to, try to so think of the word for pain and whips. Chigaimas. That would be good fun. I mean, we haven't gone... I mean, I, I took you to a snack bar the first time. I showed you around. Uh, I don't there. think that is applicable in this case. I don't well, think this is necessarily your common or garden snack bar, Christopher. <laughs> you were still pretty uncomfortable, though, having yep. two girls sit either side of you while you sang the Backstreet Boys. I yeah, think you, I, pre- I, I would prefer uh, people to be in whips and chains because then I'd be like, well, at least I know what sort of place this is. Otherwise, I just feel like there's, there's some, something very weird going on. <laughs> it's not too dissimilar from Hartlepool, is it? The old very uh, much so. <laughs> the lunatic bar. <laughs> All right, what <laughs> stories have we got this week, guys? But there you <laughs> go, guys. Keep an eye out for a lunatic bar in Osaka. A good night yeah. out there if you can speak yeah. Japanese. Story Fantastic. of the week. Hit me, Pete. What we got now, Chris? You are obviously the president of Cat Nation. Uh, oh, God. You are. <laughs> you love cats. Again. You love cats more than anything in, in, in your whole world. And yeah. I know for a fact that, um, I, I would say to a man, uh, a woman, pretty much every uh, a Bron Japan fan, uh, certainly on Twitter, appears to be big fans of cats. Like Pretty much everyone who sort of follows me, who, who clearly interested in, in your stuff, Chris, they invariably have cats. And it's, it's a weird kind of quirk of your demographic, Chris. Everyone who likes the Bron Japan podcast also likes cats. <laughs> now... There's been a study in Japan, Kyoto University and the Japan Society for the Promotion of Science. They've been trying to understand how cats behave when their owners are given a bit of a hard time. All right. The same mm. experiments uh, were used uh, using dogs seven years ago, and they were trying to gauge behavioral dif- differences between the two species. Right. So <laughs> they've <Whoa>. done. <laughs> they've done all this testing on uh, on, on on cats and and, and, and whether they uh, mentally uh, are a bit perturbed by the fact that their their um, their their owners are being treated badly. Oh my god! And team members have concluded that surprise, surprise, cats do not seem to give a flying fuck how people treat their owners. Oh. Um, while dogs keep their distance from those who give their owners the cold shoulder, so huh. cats very much have their own way of dealing with things. Dogs are more demonstratively uh, loyal to their owners. Um, 
36 pet cats were used in this experiment, which seems kind of low to me, but either way, um, (laughs) each feline faced three people sitting in a row. Its owner, who held a lidded container, (laughs) and one person on each side, known as person A and person B, right? The owner showed the cat that he and she were struggling to open the lid before seeking assistance from (laughs) person A, right? And so, like... So, <laughs> person B did nothing but sit on the other side of the owner, and then uh, both people offered the food that came out of the container to the cat at the same time. Now, and then they randomly switched roles and stuff, and the cats tended to snuggle up equally to people who provided assistance to their owners as those who declined to help their owners who were just sitting by. The findings suggest that cats do not mind taking food from those who are unkind to their owners. I very much like the idea of doing a little bit of play acting, being unable to open a box in front of a <laughs> load of cats. Lots of fun. Uh, but canines, uh, they're, they're very different. They, they shun people who chose not to help their owners, indicating that they can interpret and assess people's behaviour. So maybe cats don't understand what's going on or they do understand what's going on and they could not give a flying fuck so (laughs) (laughs) i read a study the other day that like cats don't really understand cause and effect in the same way dogs do oh interesting okay but my my i dated a girl once who had a dog and if it looked like you were in an argument the dog would come in he'd be like and then run in the room and like get in between the two people who are arguing or looking like they're having an altercation whereas cats the cat just just sat there and shat itself like I, cats. Pretty I'm adorable, ca- isn't it? It's pretty bloody adorable. Cats are cool. I do like cats. I, <laughs> I, I've got over my dislike of cats after Cat Nation. I like cats yep. now, but I'm not surprised by the result of this study. I do find it a bit <laughs> questionable and a bit odd, the manner in which this study was conducted. Do you not think yeah. it's it, a bit It odd? seems like... Um... It seems they could have upped the cruelty a little bit, couldn't they? Like, just, oh, I'm having difficulty opening a opening a Pyrex box, <laughs> opening a <laughs> bit of Tupperware. Like, it's hardly that much of a hardship. The cat's going like, God, why are they labouring over that bit of bloody Tupperware? <laughs> Idiot. I think we should do this test. <laughs> we should have me and you in a room, right? Yeah. And I, you, you should have a cat, and then I'll beat you to death with a stick, and then yeah. we'll see if the cat accepts my gift of salmon. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I look forward to that study being read out in uh, in court. <laughs> well, as Pete lay bleeding on the floor, 5% conviction rate in Japan. <laughs> as Pete lay bleeding on the floor, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Snuggles took the Mr. salmon Snuggles. and wandered off with it. Um, what a ridiculous study. I don't know how oh, I feel yeah. about maybe, that. Maybe we could do that on stage at the podcast show. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, yes. um, I, I've actually got the dates now. 25th of May. 25th of May. Three o'clock, me and you on stage, fight to the death at the podcast show in London, Islington. If you're coming you down, me... if you're not, come down. You told me it was the 26th. Oh, well, I moved it back, didn't I? Because I forgot. It's actually well, I can't do it now. I'm, I'm doing a very important study about cats on the 25th. <laughs> <laughs> do, cats, do cats truly love their owners' study? Uh, I'll be doing that on the 25th of London instead. Yeah. All right, All right, 25th of yeah. May, guys. We have got an yeah. event in London. Both Pete mm-hmm. Dawson and myself will be on stage for at least four seconds. How long are we on stage for? <laughs> give me, give well, me numbers. Half an hour, but I mean, we can hang half out at hour? the stack. We can hang out at the stack uh, little kind of, uh, what do you call it? Because when you buy tickets to the podcast show, you've got access to the whole thing for two days and there's all kinds of things going on. So we've got like a uh, we've got like a stack stand. So I'm going to be stood at the stack stand. Stack stand, stack stand, standing at the stack stand. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's what I'll be doing. So you can wow. come down and we can see my big LED 
screen I've I've rented. <laughs> and anybody can come to this. So our listeners, yeah, if you're in London yeah. or near London mm. or want to come all the way to the UK just to see us on stage <laughs> for 30 minutes, uh, we'll be promoting the event on Facebook and Twitter <laughs> in the next few days. Indeed. Do I get paid for it? Do I get any money? Well, I, Do I, mean, get I money? don't get paid for it. I'm losing money, oh. Chris. Honestly. All this right. is advertising right. the show, mate, to business to business, mate. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm looking forward to it. Right. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories and questions in the fax machine. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss and we're back with the fax machine what have we got this week from our listeners Mr Dawson Ryan's on the show Ryan's on the show Ryan's on the show and he's ready to go hey Chris and Bates I got a question regarding food dishes in Japan and the rest of the world while I was in Japan in 2019 I visited a restaurant and after receiving my food noticed that it was garnished with the head of a small flower maybe this reflects my inability to cook or my lack of understand, understanding uh, culinary ways but uh, are flowers and leaves that often come with fancy meals supposed to be a part of the meal are they edible or just for sure thank you keep up the good work Ryan, should you eat leaves that you find on your food? <coughs> it's a good question, to be honest. Like, Japan, mm. they do serve lots of leaves and flowers and things on your food. Right. And I do it on a flower-by-flower basis. Sometimes they're <laughs> inedible, sometimes they are edible. <laughs> uh, and I, honestly, I just look at what the, what the other people are doing, and then I decide whether I want to eat it or not. But it's when usually it's abundantly clear if it is an edible flower. Uh, if it's a big, colourful flower that looks like it's been picked out of the sand picked out of the garden and stuffed on your plate. It's usually there for decoration. But uh, just, or just eat it and see what happens. 
That's what people do. Just eat do. it and see what happens. That's 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 my mantra for life, mate. Just eat it and exactly. see what happens. Do that, Ryan. <laughs> eat the flowers. Eat them all. Even the ones that are just on the floor or in the gardens <laughs> of Kyoto. Eat them all. Eat all the flowers. Yeah. We got one here from you Lee. Do, you do see it, you do see it quite a lot in uh, British uh, cuisine as well. These little kind of pink flowers. flowers. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just eat it. I'll just eat it. I, I was I was in the garden yesterday, and my partner was saying, <laughs> "Is that mint? Is that is that a mint bush?" And I was like, "No, it doesn't smell like it." Because I remember like my grand used to have a load of mint, and I, and and I was like. I'll, I'll test one of the leaves. Maybe it's just not a very fragrant mint bush. Um, ate it, oh. and I was like, "Oh no, yeah, it is. It is a mint. It is mint." And then about a few bites later, I was like, "Yeah, it's not mint. I'm just eating oh, leaves." Oh god! I'm just in the garden eating fucking leaves. That my dog. I'm not letting you on. in my garden, which I don't have. <laughs> this is, oh, that, Pete, this is my. This is these are my prized daffodils. Oh, they're yeah. gone now. Nom, You've nom, eaten nom. them. What a belly. We got <laughs> one. Here. We got one here from Lee from Basildon. Uh, all right, lads. Inflation has been a heavy topic in the UK lately, with the cost of living shooting through the roof and the clowns in charge not looking out for the average person's best interests. I found a silver lining in that the pound is strong against the yen right now. Uh, <laughs> on the surface, this looks like you can get more bang for your buck. How true is this? Has Japan been hit by inflation, and by what degree? How does it affect you, people that you know, and general day-to-day life in El Japano? El Japano. Japano. <laughs> is that what it's called in Spanish, or have you just made that up? All the best, Lee from Basildon, making up Spanish words, <laughs> making me look like a clown. Um, the cost of living has gone up in Japan, as it has everywhere. But you are right. Uh, the pound, I think, is pretty strong relative to the yen. I think the, the yen has got weak in the last year or so. So right. when the pearly gates to Japan open, and you come here with a £10 note, you're basically a billionaire. You can... You can buy anything you want. You can eat all the well, daffodils exciting, you deserve. Isn't it? Yeah. I remember when I first came to Japan. Yeah, it was historically very strong, and then it got weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker <laughs> until a tenner was like a uh, thousand yen. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, incredible stuff. I mean, it screwed you over massively, Chris. Apologies, mate. <laughs> You've had a nightmare there. Yeah, I mean, I when I first got here, my jet salary was worth thirty thousand pounds, the equivalent. And mm. they then they, Shinzo Abe came to power in 2012, mm. and he and he did something to the yen. He basically right. slapped it in the face with a big abonomics. stick. Abonomics, abonomics, uh, yeah, abonomics. And the value of the yen went. I can't remember if it did. It get strong? No, it got weak. It got very weak. Right. And my salary went down to like the equivalent of like twenty two thousand pounds. It Jesus. was a it was a massive drop. It was like a third of it just vaporized over the period of mm. six months of course i spent most of my salary in japan so it wasn't really ever a problem mm. but uh mm. yeah definitely something to factor in if you are sending money between japan and the uk or japan and the us uh, mm. the, the yen tends to fluctuate big time we've got one here <laughs> from konzi over to you pete Conzi. Hello, Chris and Pete. My name is Konstantin, but my friends call me Konzi for short. I'm half Ukrainian, uh, half Russian guy living in Germany. A uh, lot to unpick on that one. Wow. Um, I have a question for both of you. Chris, after living so long in Japan, is there anything you regret doing and is there something you still want to do but still didn't? Pete, I hope you can still <coughs> soon, uh, soon visit Japan again. Do you have something too that you wanted to do in Japan but still didn't? Mm, best regards. Stay healthy, Konzi. Uh, I'm sorry, but Ryotaro was right. German sausages are better German sausages are better I would like to uh, add my own uh, weight behind that particular uh, thing and, and curry versed is just amazing adding you to my death list along with Riotre how dare you how dare you speak ill of British sausages I know German sausages are good but I still think the best sausages I've, I've ever had were in the UK but that's a story mm. for another day 
It's a story for another day. I haven't been to Munich, and I hear the sausages <laughs> there are pretty good. I've only been to Berlin, so maybe the mm. sausages in Berlin aren't good. Anyway, regardless, I don't really have that many regrets. The only regret I have is maybe I've spent too much time living in Sendai uh, when I could have like moved around a little bit. Because of mm. what I do YouTube-wise, I do have that flexibility where I can sort of move around, um, and I didn't do that. And mm. I don't think I ever will. Now that I've built a massively elaborate, ridiculous studio, I can't just be like, right, well, I'll just go to Osaka now. I, you know, it's there, <laughs> and I'm stuck in Sendai. I love Sendai, great place to live, very accessible for things. But, you know, I'll, I, I, I don't think I'll ever live in West Japan, and I don't think I'll ever mm. get to experience what that was like. But really, I don't have that many regrets. You know, I... I've been very, very lucky with all the things I've got to do here, like the Ken Watanabe or the 47 prefectures I visited. or you know, I, I've been able to travel Japan more than anyone else that I know, perhaps with the exception of Ryotaro. But not even he's visited all 47 prefectures, so I'm pretty smug about that. <laughs> but uh, I, no, right? <laughs> I, I like I, to I, pretend that I would sort of, uh, I, if I was in your position, I'd just spend a few months in Okinawa over the summer months, just on the beach, editing in a little kind of cabin, uh, looking out to to, to the sea, uh, listening to the sea through um, seashells, etc. <laughs> with my cat, with yeah, my pile of cats cat. who don't care if I get beaten up. I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, could still happen. I'm going to Okinawa next week, and I say next week, it's actually tomorrow morning at like 9am. Mm, How the fuck fun. am I going to get up at 7? I haven't done that in ages. I'm going to die. <laughs> and with that in mind, we better wrap things up. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Podcast at gmail.com, guys. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again, and I'll be back to fill you in on how things went on Journey Across Japan, Escape to Paradise, the hey, final series fun. of Journey Across Japan. But for now, guys, no that way you might be, out there in the big wide world, have a great week, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Ta-ta. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>